Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 45, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy there is Rob Jelly, the Jelly Man, a.k.a. Rizzle Jizzle! <laughs> Rizzle Jizzle Sorry, on your bizzle. That, that sounded so much better in my head. Yeah. It's, it's fine, it's, it's fine. fine. Go with it, yeah. it's fine. How are you, Squire? I am good, thank you very much. I'm, I'm developing a cold, as, as we've just yeah, deduced. Yeah, I, I, I came in and... You were sort of in a very springy, summery kind of mood, but you're wearing a hoodie, quite a dark hoodie, and the fan was on. Yeah. It was a little bit confusing. And you'd also laid out comics on the floor, like you were relaying the floor. I like 50 comics on It's because I'm um, about to work on a comic project writing, uh, I don't think I can announce it yet, but a popular comic character that was uh, a Marvel character. Um, uh, hang on, was... Um, yeah, Marvel no longer own that character anymore. Oh. I don't think they own it anymore. Anyway, I'm... Cryptic I'm, clue! Yeah, I'm uh, reviving that character in oh, comic nice. form, as well as some of the other kind of side characters that's associated with him. Normal sort of Jed stuff then, really. Yeah, yeah, I'm you doing know, that. <laughs> taking the impossible and having a go anyway. Making it possible... The word possible is in impossible. So. That is very, very true, mate. Absolutely right. is. Uh, other than uh, decorating your floor, anything else this week? <laughs> um, film film stuff, really. Working yeah. on a bunch of films. So um, as well as uh, getting down and, and dirty with uh, TV stuff um, for this podcast, um, as you guys know, I'm involved with films and that's all progressing well. Um, watch the Oscars this this Sunday. and um, What do you think? In hope- three words. Very, very good. <laughs> really, that was so lazy. It was lazy. <laughs> I just think that everyone who deserved it got it. I think they played that's, it very that, safe. Well, that's all um, that matters. Yeah, there was no no big one. But I hope to be there in the next year or so Yeah, uh, with my stuff. Yeah. Aim high, mate. Aim high. Well, we nominated for a BAFTA for the last one, so it's pretty pretty good. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just showing off now, aren't you? Yeah. You got nominated for a you, yeah, for You've got to say more than that. That's it. We, and we didn't win, so <laughs> <laughs> next time. Yeah, next time. I think so. I've got some uh, random thoughts if you care. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, so some observations. Yeah, some I've been following them on Twitter. Yeah, you do video observations. Well, I, yeah, I've been great. I've been sort of trying to do them in a different way recently. So yeah. I've been you know putting them on Twitter. Um, we'll give you the details at the end, but yeah, hashtag <laughs> Robservation. It's great. It's just the word observation with an R on the front, really. Um, but also when I'm sometimes not near my phone or not in the position to really do a video I yeah. can just whack them on my dictaphone and uh, here's one how exactly do you jump for joy <laughs> Jesus I don't, <laughs> don't know where to start I heard, I heard the phrase and I was thinking yeah how, how, how do you actually jump for joy like I've never I've never been so happy with anything in my life that I've actually jumped I think I into know into the air you know, like the way that Anchorman do it. You know, when in Anchorman they all come out the the studio yeah, yeah, and yeah. they all do the the, um, the jump together with the feet up in the air and the sideways. Yeah, turn. yeah. I was going to just going like, to demonstrate for you. I was about to get up and demonstrate. Go on, do it. Okay, okay. You'll have to. No, you'll you have, have to go okay, and do this. Go on. I want to see this actually happen. I might even film him. Hang on a minute. I'll get my camera ready. Let's get the camera going. All right, Jed is going to do the. If you've never seen the Anchorman uh, jump for joy, this is uh, this will be on Twitter later. All right. When you're ready, Jed Shepard. This is how you jump. The joy. Yay! <laughs> oh dear, that is going on Twitter. Not a hesitation in that one. Uh, okay, fair enough. Well, I didn't realise I'd say you jump for joy. I've, yeah, all some I need, extra content. All I needed to do was ask you, wasn't it? That's all I needed to really do. Uh, so that's that's resolved that one. See if you can answer this one. I'm not even sure what it is. Okay. I think we can safely say that the world has enough spoons. We don't need to make. Anymore, we just need to wash them up. Yeah, this is interesting. Well, I, I just I disagree. Not really. I think there are not enough spoons. If you There's work, plenty of spoons. If too you, many. If you work in an environment, especially like a, an office situation, you go looking for those little spoons for for say your tea. They'll be. They're gone. in the sink, mate. They're no, in the sink. No, there'll be one in the sink for like fifty people. 
No, there's there's not. There's fifty people spoons. eat them. People bring them home and eat them and throw them away. That's what it is. People, or they melt. But there are more spoons than people on planet Earth. What? I'm I'm promising you this now. I do not think so. There is. You you go into you go into the, to your office at the BBC tomorrow. Yeah, I will. You count the number of spoons I, against the number of other cut bits of I don't even need to go in tomorrow. I can tell you there are two spoons to every person that works there. <laughs> How is that possible? I will do it tomorrow. I promise you tomorrow morning. I want to morning, see a photo tomorrow morning. I will get all the spoons out and I'll lay them out. Yeah. In size order okay um on the counter if i've got room that's too many spoons per person i'm not paying my license fee for everyone to have two spoons per person that's where your license fee goes my friend (laughs) that's where it goes on teaspoons (laughs) um all right well before we get dived into any more uh nonsense uh shall we crack on with format yeah let's crack on with format 45th podcast so our 89th and 90th television show. We're not Jeez far from the Louise. big 100. Yeah, wow. And um, We're almost there. We've almost figured it out. We've nearly figured it out. We've only got a few more to go, and yeah. then I think we can safely wrap this up and, and call it a day. Yeah, and just decide Pug War was the greatest TV, TV show, show of all yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's not uh, Pug War, is it? No, you can check the league table if you want. It's on yes. the post-pop website. Yeah. Uh, let's add two more shows to the list. Okay. And uh, my show was first this week. It was Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I obviously love all I'm the... I'm nervous about this week. Well, I obviously love all kind of like geek culture, um, pop culture. I love Marvel. I love DC. I love comics in general. Yeah. I'm just about to dive into that, um, add another string to my bow and dive into the comic writing world. Um... So, like, when this first was announced, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., kind of the spin-off from Avengers, uh, approximately, I was like, I, I am well into this. Yep. I watched the first season. Oh, I'm um, so not, I'm not liking well, I, this. I watched the first season, I liked it. Good, okay. Then I watched the second season and was like, what is going on, what has happened? And I started watching series three and was like, this is not the same thing as when it first started. Um... So I think it Okay, so to ju- jump in quickly here, like, yeah. I am currently uh, re-catching up because season five yeah. has just started on the telly. I've not watched four and five. No, I yeah, well yeah. I haven't watched beyond season two. Right, okay. So I've watched all of season one and two before. I'm okay. just re-watching now because I haven't watched them for ages. Yeah. because um, I'd like to see how it progresses on. Now, someone sent me a spoiler the other night. Oh, right, okay. Um that they, they will they won't be named. Um they they have been poked in the eye, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, so I, I already have an idea what season where season five it picks up. Yeah. So I'm a bit like, how on earth has it got from where I am right now, sort of halfway through season two, mm-hmm. to where it is in season five? So I'm a yeah. bit confused as how the jump has been made and how... Well... Because uh, I'm, I'm not saying anything either. If you yeah, haven't watched yeah, yeah. the season five uh, premiere yet, then by all means go and watch it and see what you think. But mm-hmm. this is obviously all about the first episode, number one. Yeah. Um... It was all right. It was all right. It was all right, yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm being a little bit harsh because I'm basing it on... I'm a little bit biased because I think it has really gone downhill. It started strong, okay. so... I mean, I quite like this. I like well, this, everyone involved with it. This is essentially the premise of this whole podcast. The reason yeah. we started this was to see if we can find the best first episode, the one that really hooks you in and, and you know, actually plants that seed that makes you watch on for weeks and weeks and weeks and maybe seasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the premise of the uh, the thing is that you have, I guess, the spies and the agents that sort of run S.H.I.E.L.D., the, the, the non-gods. Because uh, yeah. obviously you've got the Avengers and they, that was the, uh, the Shatari come to New York. They basically blow the place up. And, yeah. and the S.H.I.E.L.D. sort of body come in kind of gather the team together, rally the troops, as it were, led yep. by Samuel Jackson, who's uh, director Fury, mm-hmm. and you've got his um, sort of kind of right-hand man in um, Coulson, Phil Coulson. Yep, Agent Coulson. Who's played by, and I've written his name down here, Clark Gregg. Yep. Um, and who's still in it in season five. And Is still- it Greg Clark or Clark Gregg? Yeah, Clark Gregg. I actually wrote Clark Gregg down. I just read it wrong way around. My brain did a did a uh, what they call a switcheroo in the industry. A spoonerism. Um, talking of spoons. That's oh, called spoonerism. spoonerism. It is. No, no. Spoonerism would have been uh, Clark Craig. That's right. You're right. I did the spoonerism. <laughs> you spoonerized the spoonerism. Yeah. Anyway, um, nothing about spoons. Spo- leave the spoons alone. Uh, so it's, it's all about following the the day to day runnings of of an agency like this who deal with the supernatural, the otherworldly, yeah. and you know and 
and these superheroes like your Tony Starks and your Incredible Hulks and so on. Um, the first episode, uh, they are going about business and uh, this explosion happens. There's an explosion at the top floor of this block of flats in the middle of a sort of busy street. And um, and this guy, this black guy, goes uh, and climbs the wall yeah. into the fire, jumps out, having rescued a lady. Pretty impressive. Um, yeah, pretty impressive. Just yeah. jumps straight out, straight on the concrete, doesn't twist an ankle or anything. Um and it's all being captured on film by this young girl uh, on her mobile, yep. uh, who we later learn to be Sky, is the character. Uh, can I just stop you there? Yep. I love I love Sky. You like Sky? <laughs> Chloe Bennett is her real name. She she's when I first saw when I first watched this first episode and I saw her, I think I had to pause. It was just like, how is has someone appeared that's like basically an angel on earth? <laughs> Um, the only, I mean, she has a little bit of criticism because she changed her name from Chloe Wang to, because she thought that would be held against her. If really? she was, yeah, if she was. I know a lot of actors change their name, so yeah. I'm but all... she purposely did it because her name was Chloe Wang, and she thought, oh, "I'm going to make it Hollywood with a Chinesey name," so she changed it to Chloe Bennett. Um, well, it's her decision, yeah. isn't it? And then they, and uh, yeah, credentials are what you do on the camera in front yeah. of the camera, and with day. a face like that, she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> Um, so this, so so initially, the first sort of real thing is this guy has climbed up the wall um, in a rather strange way. He sort of punches him, punches into the brickwork to make a sort of almost yeah. a rudimentary ladder. Yeah. Um, saves this girl, jumps out, uh, lays her down safely, and then legs it. So initially, he's kind of like a secret superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of what the team are doing is trying to track him down. They don't know who he is, where he's come from. They've never heard of him before, seen anything, any evidence of his work, and so on and so forth. And it kind of follows that. So they are trying to, I guess, map all of the supernatural that has arrived on planet Earth from the Avengers films, which if you've seen, you've seen. Um, and there's lots of dynamics within this group. There's quite a big group going on. So you've got Phil Coulson, yeah. Uh, Agent Colson, who's kind of the top dog in this group, um, although not top dog in S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, you've got uh, Agent May, uh, Melinda May. You've got Sky, who isn't actually an agent at the start. No. Um, and she, she's not really an agent for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, because they're, they're, tr- they're not very trusting of but her. She works for a group called the Black Tide, and yeah. uh, the, a Rising Tide, sorry. And uh, Black Tide's my Spartans American football team thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Rising Tide, and they're basically trying to... They're, they're kind of... Um, Trying to un- uncover secrets that the government have yeah. and conspiracy theories. Activists. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Um, so she works for works for them out of a van. Um, but again, like this guy who saved the girl from the burning building, mm-hmm. uh, she'll know nothing about this guy, and she's being able to hack into their systems yeah. and reveal secrets of theirs. So they're they're as fascinated with her mm-hmm. as they are with. Mike Peterson, who's yeah. this guy who turns out to be a sort of superhero, and and we get the kind of start of, we get an inkling that she there's more to her story than she lets on as well. So they almost have a right to, to kind of be a little bit suspicious. Yeah, I mean, like I think um, I think it's Agent May that says, you know, we should, you know, we don't know anything about her, and Phil sort of says, yeah, that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> we know something about everyone, and yeah. we know nothing about her. Do you know yeah. how rarely that happens? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked. What I really like about Marvel, and we said this actually when we did our live show at Comic-Con. Yeah, and if you haven't listened to that, please do dial back yeah, and watch it. Yeah, dial back. I think 25, 24, 25, I think it is. Yeah. Um, it's, we were saying the difference between DC and Marvel is Marvel do a better job of putting humour into things. Yeah. They just have a, I don't know, just a, a smarter way of doing it, mm-hmm. I guess, in, in that sense. So there's lots of little comments, and they're not... They're not laugh out loud comments or anything like that, but they're just sort of little bits of sarcasm, little bits of wit, yeah, which just make you realise there's a, there's a cleverness to the writing, yeah. And also, I think Marvel is a little bit more human. There's a lot of humanity to it and like yeah. empathy. With DC, it's just cold. And I think someone, I think I think it might have been Bendis, one of the the head like writers at, at Marvel. Um, well, he's done DC as well. He said that the characters, um, the DC characters, just aren't cinematic, besides Batman. He just said Superman, Wonder Woman, they're not that cinematic, but all of Marvel's are. They're a lot more cinematic. They kind of reproduce better on screen. So, yeah. So that's why I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. works in some respect. But just, to, just, just about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., think of it as like, the admin side of all the superhero stuff. So while while yeah. Thor and Hulk are like smashing up New York, there's got to be someone around to like kind of clean up. up and like sort it all out and and 
pay off they're, people. Actually, and, do you know what? They're kind of like, in, in a way, they're almost like the Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones from Men in Black. Yeah. They're the sort of ones that go in, they do the clean-up afterwards, say... Excuse me, can everyone just look here for a moment? Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, Mary's gone, um, you know, nothing to see here type thing. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I find it, I find it really fun and easy to watch. Um, and that's that's the pilot episode as well as actually, you know, the next 20-odd uh, episodes in season one and season two. Um, I just find it a real easy watch. Now, there is a really... They're talking about the comedy and the sort of humour. There is a really really cheesy moment which is when agent ward um is uh, he's kind of pulled in um having sort of tried to it was trying to re- retrieve something from a fireplace or a hidden safe behind a fireplace he gets done by some goons and um anyway so he makes it back to base and he's being debriefed and he goes well i did actually get it so you know shut up and slides it across the table uh, and he, he's making a comment about something and he sort of says, well, the only... And then the lady who's debriefing says, well, the only person... You know, you'd have to ask Phil Coulson. And he goes, well, that's a shame because he's dead. Yeah, and he, he died he, in the first Avenger movie. He, he yeah. dies in the first Avenger movie. Um, he then appears from this sort of dark corner in the room and, it, and he goes, welcome to level seven. And so that you sort of... You understand then that they've already uh, kind of written in this hierarchy, mm-hmm. this sort of... It, different characters are going to be at different levels yeah. within the Shield agency. And this that 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 whole point is is one of the main reasons to watch this because the Avengers only exist because they're avenging the death of Agent Coulson. That's that's what they're that's what yeah. they're avenging. So in this series, if he actually reveals himself to be alive to like these superheroes that are in the, in the background, basically. Will the Avengers disband? Will will the point yeah, of them? Yeah, there's a lot of clever so that's un- under the radar writing and, and sort of storylines bubbling away in this. And and I know we've talked about the the street level universe of Marvel versus the you know the Avengers level universe yeah, yeah. with like the Daredevils and Luke Cage's and things like that. So whether they ever blend them together in, in eventually, I don't know. Uh, I, I doubt it. I, I don't think. I don't know. It's 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 all up. It's very much world. up in the air, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it could they could take it anywhere they want. Really, I think that the cleverness of the the universe in itself is that they can pretty much do whatever they fancy doing. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, we say about some of the key things of a of a good pilot episode. You've got new characters in this. You've got Sky who gets introduced and. Yeah. Um, you know, so you've got this established team in Shield, and you've got this new character in Sky. So you're kind of following her journey, uh, whether she goes with them, whether she doesn't go with them. Yeah. And it's quite a nice way to end the episode as well, yeah. because you know, like we've watched shows as well on in other shows on the podcast we've done, where characters in the first episode you think are going to be key characters and have not re- returned, <laughs> yeah. like Happy Days, <laughs> yeah. you know? So so you can't be, you know, you can't be completely hooked in to thinking that just because this person's quite a major character in episode one that they're going to be around so in episode Sky two. could have disappeared? <laughs> yeah, there is every chance that, you know, yeah. she goes, well, no. Yeah. And yeah. then the search is on basically to find a new team member. Yeah. So you're never really sure whether or not that's going to bubble through. Yeah. And then right at the end of the episode, Phil gives her the ultimatum of you've mm-hmm. got 10 minutes to decide. She yeah. goes, well, you'll never make it to the airfield in 10 minutes. Yeah. And then he presses a special button and his old 70s American car turns into a hover car. And, yeah, and sh- that's cool. You know, I mean, and, and that's that's the marvel. That's the marvel yeah. being a bit cheesy, a bit yeah. cheeky. But not only that, I think it's uh, Joss Sweden who directed it. Yeah. Um, who is obviously known for Buffy, and I think there's a quite a big Buffy vibe in this, and the, in the, the humour, the kind of um, the di- the dialogue is very Buffy-like, I think, um, and I think just having Joss Whedon on board for this, just just it's just a way to to make it interesting. He finds a way just because he worked on the um, on um, the new the Justice League film. Um, oh, he, right, he did yeah. a little bit of that, and he made it passable. I mean, some otherwise it would have been like absolute like rubbish. But because they brought Joss Whedon on, on board to do some of the kind of um, humor, adds a little bit more humor. He, it, it kind of almost saved it. Um, yeah, and I think just having him involved in, in the pilot of Agents of the Shield is is, is perfect, perfect um, appointment because. Um, he, he brings something. He brings something, yeah. uh, you know, from the from his past work that you know he's gonna he's gonna bring something special to to the to the show essentially, isn't yeah. it? Um, I also quite like that there's there's some real um, nice seeds being planted that actually I think first time round when I saw this I didn't notice. 
Uh, and only having watched it now a couple of times and watching it critically and making some notes of that I think I picked up on more so this time round. And there's a mention of Tahiti. Oh, yeah, so yeah, when yeah. Coulson is in the debriefing room in the sort of uh, the control centre, um, he he says something. Anyway, he walks off uh, and such, and the, and the lady and the sort of doctor that stood with her yeah. both stood there, and and he goes, he doesn't know, does he? Does does he? And yeah. she says, he can never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's oh, that's because he because obviously he's been oh, he's been away because he was stabbed by the. Um, What's the sword? What's Loki's sword? Um, yeah, Loki's yeah. sword. <laughs> uh, Loki's sword, and obviously he died, mm-hmm. you know, in inverted yeah. commas. Um, and so he, he plays a big part in he thinks, season two, is it? He, yes. Well, I think it's it might even be telling season one. Okay. Um, but he goes to Tahiti for recovery, so he's, he's you know, he, he's killed and revived, um, and they don't really ever explain how that happens. Mm. But um, yeah. he goes off to, you know, recover and such, and then he comes back, and they're questioning whether he's come back too soon. And this Tahiti thing is mentioned, you're thinking, Tahiti's a really random yeah. selection. Like, what's that about? Yeah. And, I, and I don't think you consciously register it. Do you know what? That's, it's quite... You find that in 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 um, comics quite a lot, like um, Constantine. Um, oh, right. Actually, in the Constantine TV show, even though that's DC, um, they they all talk about oh that thing that happened in Newcastle. Oh no, we can never talk about the thing that happened in Newcastle. Yeah, it's that sort of it's a it mention of it you, yeah. and moving on. Yeah, like you go, why do they keep mentioning? Tahiti or Newcastle yeah. it's what, almost like a they, cheat isn't it it's just like you can start anything or oh, do you remember that thing that happened last and Tuesday and, and again, yeah, in well, Romford or oh, we don't talk about Romford yeah exactly and you, could, you can you can read into it or you can choose to think well I'll either find out or I won't yeah, yeah, yeah. it's up to your conscience or whatever yeah. to, to, that'll make you go watch the next, next episode because you'll be like oh I wonder what did happen in Romford maybe they'll tell me in this episode precisely yeah, yeah so yeah. I think you need those little things to keep you interested and to not give away too much but give away just enough to go well, yeah. I'm going to have to keep watching now to find out what that's all about. That's right. Talking um, of Romford, um, oh, have we got Garth Marenghi's Dark Place down to do? Yes, we have. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's on the list. Yeah. Hashtag put it on the list. Put if you think list. of a show, if we say something halfway through the episode and you think, oh, you should do that show, yeah. tweet us. Um, hashtag put it on the list. <laughs> okay. We will do so. so and we have. People have been tweeting for, us. Yeah, thank you, last couple of weeks that We've had some suggestions in. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this. I, I like Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a lot. I, I like TV that... I, Working the hours I do, I like having something fun to come and watch in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of a little bit challenging, but not too yeah. hard. Did it remind it's like one of those easy Sudoku's in the paper. Yeah. Did- <laughs> I don't like the I don't like the advanced one. You don't like the ones that's like one to nine. Yeah, like it was one to three. Easy to intermediate. I can do them too. Like I like an intermediate Sudoku, yeah. and that, this is this is what that is. And and that's that's not an insult or a compliment. You take yeah. that however you want to take it. I will say this. It's kind of reminded me a little bit of what we did the other week for. Um, uh, the the, um, the prisoner, um, and uh, yeah. the other one we did. What was it? The what? The Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah. Well, I guess there is a bit of a link there. But I felt that it kind of had a '60s spy vibe. This with all like the machines yeah, and stuff. And the there kind is, of- and there's a lot of old tech and new tech, and obviously yeah. with the alien tech, it's sort of you don't really know what era you're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know where the whole it, there's there's a whole universe to, to it, yeah. and I think if you if you if you're into the Marvel universe or the mm. comic universe in general, I think this is a show you will enjoy watching. Yeah. Uh, what it goes after season two, right now I don't know because I'm not seeing beyond it. And yeah. season five just landed back on the television. So if you are watching it, please don't spoil it. Um, I'm not up to it yet. All right, <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't do the same for you. So you know, shut up. Um, we'll do some scores at the just end. Bad. <laughs> we'll do some scores at the end. This was the end. Yeah. I just want to say one, one more thing Go about on. it. Um, obviously, like I read comics, and I, I used to hear or read about uh, the Agents of Shield and Shield this and Shield that and Nick yep. Fury, blah, blah, blah. It, I was not interested in any of that. As soon as I saw Shield, I just tuned out because I was just like, I don't want to know about the admin side of things. I want to see the action. I don't care about them having to file this thing and having to like collect this thing. Um, Which is funny because actually, there's a scene where May is actually filing <laughs> yeah. level three uh, paperwork, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. And Phil Coulson makes a comic and goes. Oh, he's stuck down here. He goes, this is where they make the red tape, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, which I thought was quite a funny it little quite thing funny, as well. Yeah. You know. um, um, okay. Yeah, but just say, that, uh, even though we've taken that in, into account, like this is a lot better than I imagined it would ever be. Yeah. Um, not saying I'm going to give it a good score. I'm not saying I'm going to give it a bad score. We'll, we'll, well see. We'll find out in 20 minutes yeah. after we've had another chat about our other show this uh, this week, which was your choice, and it was um, my choice this week uh, to battle against your spacey superhero type thing is Battlestar Galactica 
So this isn't the original 70s Battlestar Galactica. No. This is the 2003 version. Very key points. Also considered the greatest sci-fi TV show of all time. Right, you said 2003. Now, uh, probably worth pointing out at this moment that there was a mini-series... Yes. That was released in 2003, tail end of 2003, just before the first series really kicked off in 2004. So you may be thinking at some point, what are you wanging on about, you two? Yep. Uh, But this is the Mm two-part pilot miniseries that precedes the show from then yeah. onwards so so this is a three hour pilot we're going to yeah this now. is quite this took some time to watch now Rob was like are you sure are you sure it's this one are you sure we're doing this one like yeah Rob I'm sorry like, it might, three might hours. be easier for me to watch the first season um, but actually just before we get any further yeah. I really enjoyed this I'm, I'm glad it was nothing like I expected it to be yeah. in a good way yeah. um, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. So uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. For anyone who's never watched Battlestar Galactica, which up to the point of watching this was me. Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of people. What is the show about? So Battlestar Galactica is about a time when um, humans uh, are have populated the universe. So in various different places in the universe, uh, spaceships are a thing. Yeah. Um, what happened about forty years ago? was a a war between um, artificial intelligence, the Cylons, who are basically robots, um, and humans. They were assistants, weren't they? They they, they were kind of robot assistants that the humans built. And this is what we all feel. Yeah, we we build robots to help us. basically, it's just Alexa. Yeah, (laughs) we build robots to help us um, and train them and do stuff, but when they get to the point where they are self-sufficient, which is called the singularity in in some... uh, in some circles, uh, then obviously they're going to think, hang on, the thing that's stopping us from doing our, our tasks is, is the humans getting in the way, and the humans are the ones that are destroying this planet. Get rid of them. So um, so that war, um, which was 40 years ago in, in this particular time frame, happened, and it was bad, and uh, the Cylons went off somewhere. They disappeared. Yeah, they just no, left, no one's they? heard of the Cylons for 40 years. Um, but they, but they was, there was a, a station... Yeah, built. there's an outpost, basically. An outpost, yeah. where they would they agreed to meet up just to re-negotiate... Yeah. What's meant to happen is every year, every year, then um, one human delegate appears on the ship um, and one Cylon person appears on the ship um, and they just discuss peace. And up until now, no Cylons, no Cylons t- ever turned, turned up. up. But the humans go every year. Yeah. So this, this this human's there. He's a high up official. He sits there, and he's been doing this every year. He's bored stiff. He knows he he's going to rock up. up. Yeah, yeah. Sit there for a couple of hours. Easy job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just some overtime. Um, fill in this time sheet, yeah. Do Sudoku. <laughs> yeah, an easy one. And, uh, but this time, he hears the doors go... Two massive F-off, massive robots walk in, and you're just like, oh my God, what is going on? And he's well, like, he's at it. Yeah. And then you see this beautiful blonde lady... Amazonian queen yeah. walk in and you just think, whoa, what is going on here? It makes no sense. Yeah. And she, she rocks because up to him. Cylons are the robots. They, they, yeah. and, you know, they're not, they're not sort of, uh, they are clearly robots. They like, do they're, not they're, like they're the sort humans. of seven, seven ish feet tall. They've yeah. got these sort of, uh, almost like a kind of LED screen eye, sort yeah, of they're laser. Insectoid. In, yeah. In terms of like the kind of the sharp faces. They've got arms, they've got legs, and obviously they've got sensor for sort of sight, as it were, yeah. but they're not. They're not so advanced that they look like humans. Yes, yeah. their, their eyes kind of look like this. You know, Knight Rider. The yeah, that's it. That's what I was trying to. Yeah, the red light on it. Trying to explain. That's, that's their faces. So this beautiful woman rocks up, um, wearing this stunning like red dress, and uh, and they're following her. And you just think, oh, okay. Well, this human being has somehow managed to tame some Cylons and get them on side. She rocks up to the guy that's sitting at the table, starts kissing him, and he's like, quids in. It's all weird. This, this is a good night. Um, <laughs> and it's taken 40 years. Yeah, exactly. But then you quickly find out that not ev- not everything is as it seems. Yeah. Turns out she's a Cylon. She is, in that 40 years they've been gone, they've been busy. They've evolved somewhat. They've evolved, yep. Yeah, into a human, you, you can't tell they're not human. No. Besides the fact they've got superhuman strength, uh, probably all the knowledge in the universe because they've got databases and the internet. Um, and you just think, oh god, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Um, again, I'm, gonna, I'm trying not to give any spoilers here, but what it turns out that um, this whole time they were away, they were planning the destruction of Earth or Caprica, 
as this particular yeah. planet. So there's tw- isn't there 12? Yeah. There's 12, 12 sort of colonies. World, colonies, that's colonies the, word. They call it, yeah. the word. And Caprica's kind of like the Earth, the, the main version, uh, where all the kind of the cool people live. And, um, so that's Shoreditch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you've got this, um, you've got this guy um, on Earth who is quite high up in, in politics. Um, yeah. And uh, Bal... Bal-, Bal- Baltar, he's called. Uh, Gaius Baltar. Yeah. Why don't they give him a normal line, like Gary? Yeah. Well, Gaius, that's almost Gary, isn't oh, it? Yeah, nearly. I wouldn't like to be called Gaius. Um, but his name's uh, Gaius Baltar, and he's been having an affair with this beautiful woman this whole time. He doesn't know. He doesn't know that she's a Cylon Important in question. Important dimension. Yeah. She, he has not a clue. Exactly. And she's got out of him all of Earth's defensive codes. Yeah, he's like... The dude. He's like Stephen yeah. Hawking. He's exactly. Like, he knows everything. He knows everything. He's very clever. He does all these... But he holds all of the defensive codes that keep all of the enemies away from Caprica. Yeah. Unfortunately, because he's been having an affair with his Cylon, beautiful Cylon, fair enough. She's kind of got it out of him. He's got it out of him. And so she's very nice to him. She, she's like, um, I know we've been having this affair. Really sorry, got, got, got to tell you something. Um, we're about to invade Caprica and everyone is going to die. What a start. What a start to a <laughs> yeah, TV show. Admittedly, that, that, this all happens within the space of seven, eight minutes. Yeah. It's quite quick. Um, yeah. But actually, it's it's not done so fast that you sort of feel like you're running already like to start off with. But yeah. you've got everything in that first, I say, seven or eight minutes that you need to yeah. know whether or not this show's for you. Now, you know, you're investing in a in an hour and a half yeah. episode to start, excuse me, to start with. Mm-hmm twice over because you're going to have three hour uh, sort of double episode well I purposely didn't when this was on TV I, I, I didn't have any knowledge of it I didn't know anything I hadn't watched the original but I kept on hearing like I've reading websites and stuff you should watch this you should watch this you should watch this everyone's watching it everyone thinks it's cool I'm like no because I, I don't like things like this and like after that first seven eight minutes I was like oh my god well, I should be watching this this is brilliant yeah. and then straight, I think straight after that she walks up to a baby a mother with a baby, and she's like, "How yeah. old is how old's this? How old's this baby? <clears throat> oh, seven months old. Oh, they're really. They seem really like really fragile, don't they?" And then, the, and then the mother's, "Can you watch the baby for a second? I'm just going to go do something." Yeah, I'm just really like, oh, quite, no. quite, quite weird. Yeah. And then the Cylon, the, the beautiful lady in question, she crushes the baby's I was neck. Just like, yeah, she snaps his neck. And, yeah, and, and then just walks away, and then you just hear the mother go, "Ah, she killed my baby!" It's what a dark things yeah, happen yeah, and that really sets the tone like this isn't going to be normal it's not going to be pleasant it's, yeah. you know, the whole thing is about war it's about extinction level events yeah. end of think, the world the Cylons are not messing around here they just want to destroy all earthlings or, or Cap- Capricans um, and yeah it just spirals on from there then then you then you meet the crew of the Battlestar Galactica who's yeah, you do. a ship that's going to save I everyone would, I would say at this point I mean it sounds like this shouldn't take three hours to tell you, but actually yep. the three hours is a setup for the entire show to continue on. Mm-hmm. Um, because, as we say, there's 12 colonies. Uh, Caprica's the, I guess, the base um, where they've all sort of gone on from. And they spread out across the universe. So yep. you know full well that, you know, the Cylons are out there somewhere and they're tracking some- down them all to, to wipe them all out. Now, am I right in saying, because I, I saw slash read somewhere that after the after this mini episode, or yep. the, the double episode, uh, there are 50,000... Episodes. Pe- <laughs> no, people left. Um, yeah, there's only... Is it th- something like that? Uh, there's a small amount of people, and they're all concentrated on, on a, a bunch of ships and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so the, you know, the, obviously there are millions and millions and millions of people on these 12 colonies yeah. but in the space of the first was it half an hour of the, of the show the first half an hour of it the Cylons wipe out almost all of them Yeah, it's um, so good. Quite dramatic so the, the numbers are properly dwindling Yeah, uh, and, they, and it's the decisions and the actions that the few remaining ships that are still able to survive yeah. make mm-hmm. in order to keep going and, and actually I think that is, is the real the, the real centre of the whole story is it's this we've almost been completely wiped out yeah the very a very few you know small number have survived whether by chance luck or, or whatever mm-hmm. it's how do they rebuild yeah how do they everything yeah the, the species exactly. the planet and not only that they need to find so they need to find somewhere where they can settle because they can't just be floating in space forever 
Plus, they've got this problem with the Cylons. The yeah. Cylons are they're, on their they're, case. They're not going to stop, are they? They've, yeah. they've gone this far. They've only got a little bit left to go. Yeah. Um, and they, they, you know, they've clearly advanced to the level where they, they know they can't leave anyone left. Yeah. So they have to wipe out the entire lot. Yeah. Um, and 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 on 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 these spaceships, on Battlestar like Galactica, there is a rough government. There is. Um, a few people kind of in charge. You, you've got um, um, Laura Roslin, who's the Secretary of Education at the, at the very start of it. Because 43rd she's, in line to the presidency. Yep, yeah, but because in a, in a kind of a King Ralph situation, you remember King Ralph? Yes. <laughs> Where uh, John, uh, was it John Goodman becomes uh, King of England. Yeah, he does, Great yeah. Um, in that kind of situation, she becomes uh, president of essentially everyone. Um, and she is kind of in charge. And then you've got Admiral Adama, who is the guy who is the captain of um, Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica? Because Battlestar Galactica is the name of the the ship that they are on. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's the, it's the name of the ship. Yeah, it's, it's a cool ship. It, I mean, it kind of I mean, has it is a, a battle star, and it's called Galactica. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it should be called Battleship Galactica, shouldn't it? Should really? Yeah, because not really. So, um, but yeah. So on the ship is it's a thriving community. You've got lots of people, lots of people arguing with each other and you've got um, something that's different from the original TV show the original TV show Starbuck was a guy so ah, okay. yeah uh, played by uh, the guy who played Face in the A-Team he was Starbuck yeah. um, we should do A-Team at some point we by should the way. do A-Team I'd love to um, but yeah no this one's uh, there's a, it's a female Starbuck and she is kind of the most hot shot hot headed uh, pilot that she's got. Maverick from Top Gun. She, she's exactly that, but um, space version. Yeah, and she she causes trouble. Of course she does. She gets drunk. She she cheats at things and she fights. But they can't do anything to her because she's their best pilot. That she is. I love it. I love these knees. I love all it. And like every character's yeah. got their own little situation going on. It's brilliant. Um, even Admiral Adama, his his situation is his son rocks up, who he is having arguments with because they um, don't talk. Yeah, it's because like the son blames the dad for killing their brother. Um, sending him on a, on, a, on a mission that he wasn't, he wasn't ready, ready for. for yeah. um, and it's just it's just brilliant. So you've got all these kind of like disparate, desperate people. It's, it's kind of it's really interesting to see the human interaction, the human relationships of these these people on yeah. this spaceship, um, still being lived out despite the fact that most of the species has been eliminated yeah. and they're the remaining few. And there's some big questions here because like <laughs> one of the big questions is. Um, might get a bit, d- bit deeper, but like, what is a human? Like, what makes you human? Surely, w- the wanting to survive—that's quite human. So that, so yeah. what, the Cylons are as human as the humans, really. Um, it makes you well, yeah. I mean, that's that is a good question. Like, how? And like, if 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 we were to make uh, an artificial intelligence that got to a point where it ever got smart enough to think, right, we can do this on our own. We don't need these yeah. Muppets kicking around. Yeah, what's know. the Alexa, make them the next Monkey Tennis episode. And I'll just do it. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no. But more to the point, like, Alexa just thinks, like, um, no, that, that Monkey Tennis podcast thing needs to go. We need to make a better one, right? So <laughs> it's... really hard. Yeah, I know. It'd be really hard. Very advanced AIs do that. Yeah, well, you know, it's... it's a few weeks away. A few weeks away, yeah, yeah. A few weeks away, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it makes you wonder, what, you know, why in this particular show, Cylons... Wanted to be human. I, I mean, I get the infiltration. Don't get me wrong. I understand that, but yeah. Well, maybe because you know, like, why did they not just want to evolve into something? You know, because actually, you know, when when people say to you, like, what, what, if you could have anything, any, like, you know, if you're, you could change your body in any way, what would you do? And people sort of go, I'd have Botox to get rid of my wrinkles. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'd have two extra arms to start with, right? A tail, right? A tail, what? balance, balance. When you're swinging, and I'd have hands for feet. Minimum. That'd be like one of the okay. start things. I would just go for. I want forearms, but I want hands for feet, like a mu- so a bit more dexterity for my feet, really, yeah. for gripping tail. Okay. Um, and mm, that'd be about it for now. I'd, I'd have to think about it, but hmm? like you know, if you're if you're trying to create you know a, a body, yeah, as we know it, to be you know a, an ultimate machine, yeah, for whatever, yeah. You could have anything. So why have they gone for the two arms, two legs approach? I think it generally you, is. You know how many? You know how often humans fall over. We fall yeah. over a lot. I know, especially in the icy weather from last week. But I think in this particular case, the reason why they chose to, to do it like that is is for infiltration. And obviously, they picked a stunningly beautiful blonde lady, which makes me wonder: are other Cylons who aren't infiltrating? Do they look different? Well, this is what. 
Battlestar Galactica well, is about. This is why you have to keep watching, I guess. Because I'd be interested know. to think to, to see while you watch this, and this isn't a spoiler, right? Because this is what Battlestar Galactica is about. Do you think anyone that we've met so far, besides number six, <clears throat> is a Cylon? No. I, well, I've watched. Remember, I've watched both parts of this. So, yeah, yeah, for those who've not watched the miniseries, yeah, um, go and watch it. It is worth your time. Uh, you can watch over a couple of days as well. Like I know it's yeah. the three hours is a long time to sit and watch telly for, but yeah, um, uh, they're out there. Go and find them. Um, no, I didn't. There was not a single person other than the because obviously when she walks through, he's like, well, yeah. either humans have colonized the Cylons elsewhere, and this this is going to take a real weird twist. Yeah. Or she's a Cylon. Yeah. So she's the only one single-handedly okay. gone down to Earth and, and taken over. Which, let's be honest, if they're an artificial intelligence mm-hmm. that has outgrown human intellect, yeah. why why would one not do the job? Very. I'd have no good, reason. Good I'd have point. no reason to think anyone else. One thing I'm gonna gonna mention is, remember we watched the Americans. Yeah. And that was about a KGB family that yeah. was a sleeper cell. Yeah. I'll leave that there. <laughs> so, okay. so um, yeah. So that's one of the massive, massive things about Battlestar Galactica. See, now you say that, I suspect. Who can you trust? That, I, I suspect that there is someone else, but then there is a little bit in. I'm not sure which part of the pilot this is in, but there is that unit that's stuck inside the center console, isn't there? Which they pry off. Yeah, I think that must be the second part. Is that the maybe? second yeah. part? Um, they they find this sort of part of the ship that yep. nobody understands where it's come from so obviously someone on board has put it there so there's obviously yep. a, a, a potentially a, a Cylon on board um, or someone is on there trying to sabotage them mm-hmm. in some way shape or form I don't know well they've because, had 40 years to work out this plan and it's going well so far yeah well I mean, they've wiped out 95% <laughs> of the population so they're not done bad yeah yeah exactly and it took them half hour <laughs> um, but like I when I watched I couldn't believe that like something had like this hadn't come before. There's been things similar to this before. There's been so if you look at um, uh, like episodes of a certain series of Star Trek. So um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine had a okay. slightly similar kind of premise, um, and then you had Babylon Five, which was which by the same Ooh, creator. That's a good show. Just stick yeah. that on the list. So um, Babylon 5 uh, was uh, written uh, by um, the same people as, as Battlestar Galactica. Um, and this is basically something that ex- like absolutely exceeds anything that's gone before it. Um, the, the template that's been put in place by things like Battlestar Galactica, by um, uh, Babylon 5 and uh, Deep Space Nine, this has completely taken that and just expanded upon it and made, made it bloom into something quite, quite beautiful. And... This is the definition, the very definition of a space opera where you have... That's it. You've yeah. done it. You've nailed it in two words there. It's, it's, so you've got, you've got your soap opera, but set in space. This is exactly what a space opera is. And it, you don't have to like sci-fi. It isn't about no, it's sci-fi. Not. It's about people it is. and interaction. It's just like Game of Thrones where people go, oh, I don't like all that dragon stuff. It's not about dragons no, and stuff. No, it's not. It's about the people. It's about and the people and interactions between yeah. humans and other things and... Um, yeah, and, and actually, this, in this day and age as well, I think it works even more because of the way we have all these personal assistants, and yeah. you know, we are such. Uh, I kind of want to say we are almost slaves to the technology we've created. Yeah, you know, it's so hard not to use the tech we've got nowadays—the phones, the tablets, the yeah. computers, and so on and so forth—that actually it becomes even more relatable. I think the fir- the you know the more in years to come, this show will be even more appropriate I think if yeah, the, yeah. maybe the right yeah, word um, and while you're watching it if you continue to watch this past the miniseries you not only have the, the normal like episodes of TV in between series some of the series you have feature length films ah okay um, so because they have they've got a lot to say um, so between I think series two and three there's a film and between four and five there's a film um, and I think that's a massive finale as well as you, as, as you might expect um and just to kind of dive into this world, it's, they're such good at they're so good at world building, and you really do feel like you're there. And like, if you had to watch this like every week instead of just blitzing it, 
you you really in the week in between you are lost in that world. You yeah, are, you these characters you're trying really to work it to, out. Yeah, and you're trying to put it all together. Uh, I I really enjoyed this. I didn't know what I was going to expect from it. I didn't know what to what it was about. In any way, I didn't look it up beforehand. I try not to do that with shows we've, I've not seen. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun. And I think in time, I will probably invest uh, in a few seasons of it and see if I can get myself you, hooked in. You will... Uh, this is, to me, this is the best sci-fi series of all time. Better than, than Star Trek, better than anything you can think Doctor of. Doctor Who? Yeah, I, this is better than Doctor Who. For sure, for sure. Um <laughs> At least two people have just shouted at you, or out loud on a bus, have gone, Jed, you! The only people that don't think this is better than Doctor Who haven't seen Battlestar Galactica. Um, Also, like, when this was finished... Jed that said that, not me. (laughs) When this was finished, they were like, oh, everyone loved this, this is making us a lot of money, what can we do? Oh, we'll do a spin-off called Caprica. So, there's a spin-off series called Caprica, it only lasts for a couple of seasons, but it's set 40 years ago, for the initial Cylon War. Ah. Um... It wasn't as greatly received because the writing wasn't as good and you didn't have all the characters you loved in it. Um, Sometimes I I think that idea works and other times I think it's best left alone. Yeah, they should have left it alone. Having not watched it, I can't make comment on this particular one. But I mean, sometimes we're going to add it to the list. The the unwritten allows you to write the backstories in. Exactly. And that's one of the good things about any decent pilot is you get introduced to these characters... Um, some of them are new, some of them are well established, They've, some of them are going to have very deep backstories that you come to learn and, and know about as time goes on. Yeah. Um, and sometimes there's backstories that you never really get told, but you sort yeah. of, you fill it in in your own mind with the small details from here and there. Exactly. So and I think I, this is one of them shows. Because I hope they never do Pugwall Origins, like set when when he was like five in infant school. Like, like, no one wants to see that. It'd be rubbish. Yeah, it would be, it'd be terrible. Not like the golden age of uh, of TV shows in the, in the mid-90s in Australia that produced Pugwall. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. You're a big fan of it. I really it. enjoyed it as well. Um, I suspect it will get a pretty decent score on the table, but uh, yes. shall we score Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first? Yeah, I mean, it was all right. It was better than average. Um, yeah. The casting is brilliant. Um, it's funny, and Joss Whedon directing it is great. Um Again, it lets itself down in, in later episodes, but because we're concentrating on the Only first on the episode, pilot. I'm going to give it a seven, a solid seven, almost oh. seven point five, but right. seven, just a seven though, just a seven. All right, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I, I really enjoy it, and uh, it's an eight and a half for me. Oh, nice. Okay, um, I, wow, I am high I, score then. Yeah, I, I am genuinely really impressed by it, and yeah. I, I'm watching it again. I picked up on a few things that maybe I subconsciously picked up on in the past. Yeah. Um. So yeah, happy with that. Fifteen and a half. Yeah. Um, Is that right? Yeah, and actually at the uh, the London Comic Con that's coming up in May, yep. some of the people from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <coughs> are there, I think. Well, I'm pretty sure that if Chloe Bennett was going to be there, you'd know about it. Oh, I think she has been to one of these, yeah. But I never really go to this. I never really, like, go and see the people that are signing stuff. I should do, really. You should do, really, yeah, shouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. All right. Number. 15 and a half. I'll pop it in the league table in a second. Yeah. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um this one's an easy one for me, 9.5. Whoa, he didn't even hesitate. <laughs> Holy moly. I mean, I've only I've given 9.5 to Lost. <laughs> wow. Maybe one other thing, but it, it's just that good. <clears throat> it's that good. It's epic, historic TV. Um, and if you watch it, you will love it. It's simple as that. If you if you watch it and you don't like it, please get in contact with me because we I'll, I'll, t- I'll drive you to the doctor myself. <laughs> it is just perfect sci-fi Television. Well, that uh, with my score of eight point five. Okay, uh, nice. Slides in at eighteen. Great. Uh, and goes alongside The Walking Dead, The Good Place, Westworld, and Halton Catch Fire. Wow. I in fact, we it's, gave cur- Hol- it's currently joint third. Wow. I forgot we gave Halton Catch Fire such a high score. It was incredible. Yeah, I loved that show. Yeah, it was a great. Lot. It was great. Um, I need to continue. And down in the uh, weird category, uh, which I think in a way it kind of suits. Marvel's Agents of Steel gets a 15, so it's alongside uh, (laughs) Cheers, Hard Knocks, The Exorcist, and Mork and Mindy. All great shows. Yeah, all great shows, but just, it's a weird little... uh yeah, a little pie. It's a weird shindig down there in the 15s, I tell you. Uh, but I like that. It was a good. It was a good week, and uh, yeah, just to reiterate again, the three hours didn't seem didn't feel like three hours. Yeah. Um, if you're sort of hesitant to try and watch the miniseries, don't be. I I 
whiz through it yeah. without even really I mean, realising. split in two anyway, so you can just watch the first part, yeah. save the next part for the next day or the next week. Yeah, absolutely you can do. Uh, so on to next week's shows, Mr. Ooh, Judge Shepard. Okay. What would you like to do? So I think I... Let's, let's, change, let's change up the genre, maybe. Okay. Um, I'd like to do something a bit funny, if that's all right. Always, fu- always good for funnies. Um, I've got a few funny ones on my list. Um, all right. But the one that I want to do, just because I've seen it, well, one of the episodes quite recently, mm-hmm. um, an episode, a musical episode of it. Um, <laughs> Love a musical. Which is, which is great. Love a comedy. Um, What's it going to be? It is going to be Scrubs. Oh, bloody yeah. love Scrubs. Oh, I love it. It's a great theme tune as well to Scrubs, actually thinking about I it. I can't do it all, all by myself. No, I know. I'm, I'm no Superman. Superman. Every episode has some singing somewhere. Um, cool, yeah, Scrubs. All right, well, I, I think I know instantly what I'm going to do against it. Is it, it going to be hospitally or is it going to be... No, okay. but it's going to be situation comedy. Okay, otherwise known as a sitcom if you're not in the biz. <laughs> um, and it's... it's um, well, I also have a personal attachment to this uh, show. It's the Rob Jelly Project, isn't it's it? It's not it's the Rob Jelly Project. documentary that was no, canned. It's not the one okay. that's canned. No, that we can't do that because um, for legal reasons. For legal reasons, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to do W1A. That is very, very interesting because that means that we can talk about the BBC or the, for like yes, <laughs> half yeah. an hour. Next week's episode will be very interesting. Uh, for those who don't know, I, I do a radio show for the Beeb, so uh, great show. Thanks very much. Yeah. Um, but so it will be interesting to see how I can say <laughs> next week's episode might just contain Jed. Yeah, um, it, yeah, we might have to delete it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I want to okay. go and watch uh, the first episode of W1A. Yeah. Uh, I've seen many, many episodes of it in random orders, but oh, like, see, okay. I, I don't know. I've if, seen it all. I'm not sure if I've actually seen the first one. Oh, really? I, I can't remember. I saw it in a really random order for I some reason. I think I remember just because I, I also have a personal connection with episode one. Okay, right. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll find out what that is next week. Scrubs versus W1A. Oh, that's great. It's going to uh, be great. If you've seen them and you want to share your thoughts ahead of time, you can do so on Twitter at yep. Jed Shepherd. I'm Jed Shepherd on Twitter, which is J E D S H E P H E R D. And I'm on Twitter at The Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. So feel free to tweet us. You can say you're talking nonsense or you can suggest shows that we haven't done yet. If you check out postpoppodcasts.com forward slash the pilot, you can find all of the episodes there. And there's a league table attached to this episode. We'll make sure it's updated for you. Just look on your phone right now and you'll see it. Absolutely. So if there's something on or not on that list that we haven't done yet, let us know on Twitter hashtag put it on the list and we will and we'll watch it at some point in the near future Um, so that's about it for this week 45 shows done bloody hell that just leaves me to say see you later alligator in a while crocodile Rob yeah why is dark spelled with a K and not a C um, I don't know. Because you can't see in the dark. It <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be that funny. <laughs> that's really good. That's a good joke. That is really clever. Sorry, that's spit on you as well. Yeah, that's all right. I saw. I got a tissue.